It's the Everything Football Fantasy Podcast, built upon the love of the beautiful game. We are back. It is Tuesday evening, uh, game week 11. That's gone. Game week 12 on the way. I've got everyone back in the studio. I'm excited. Let's go. Yes, it is the Everything Football Fantasy Podcast, built upon the love of the beautiful game. Dylan Fennell, you're back. How are you, my friend? Mate, so good and excited to crack into this game week. We've got heaps to talk about. So much. And I know you guys are full of it. You and Andrew, my friend, how are you? You're back. Great, great. Awesome. And Jish, mate, it was just you and I last week. We managed to hold down the fort. Yeah, uh, for another week. And I'm uh, excited about this one. few results off the bat. Liverpool. We're going to talk in depth about your guys' current state of affairs a little bit later. But first off, lads, you must be happy. Fabrica champions, those late goals. Mane stepping up. We talked as well a few weeks ago about his quality and what he brings to the squad. First thoughts? Well, I mean, it's promising signs, isn't it? Because I, I, don't, I don't think that we've come anywhere close to peaking yet. Um, Mane is the man at the moment. He's delivering and... Um, Look, you know, if he doesn't, then obviously we've got some people to fall back on, but he's definitely the man leading the charge at the moment. And Andrew, you're going to be happy. I know Kloip, he's managing to stay uh, candid at the end of games, but, you know, all the signs pointing in the right direction. You ready to take a punt? Oh, I'm not, I'm not that ready, but yeah, I mean, Liverpool teams of the past wouldn't have come back like this. It's the Man United would have come back, you know, one nil down, 10 minutes ago, they win. So mm. for Liverpool to be doing it in a week in, week out, yeah. good, positive. And just Chelsea looking good as well. You guys are... Yeah, really good. Pulisic stepping up. He's looking great. Mount looks incredibly dangerous. And Jorginho, more key passes into the final third than anyone else in the league at this point in the season. What do you think? Yeah. Did you see his assist? It, it was, was magical. It was sort of Fabregas-esque. Um, you know, seventh away win in a row for, for Lampard's laddies. Um, and we've got uh, Pulisic on the score sheet now, which is looking... Looking awesome. Um, so I, I was just going from strength to strength for these boys. So, you know, we're not in the title race, uh, probably fair enough to say that, um, but we'd love to, to be in the Champions League next season and, and, and really see what we can do with this with this exciting young team. Bit of credit for Lampard on, on Jorginho, do you think, Jesh? Because last year the criticism was his passes uh, didn't do much. There was a lot of sideways, a lot of backwards, but this year seems to have, or obviously he's changed that. Um, do you put that to Lamps? I'd probably put it more down to N'Golo Kante. <laughs> um, you know, how he was utilised along with Jorginho, um, and now he's been injured, he's still, um, I guess, a, a key um, playmaker in the team. Maybe it's the, the quality of the runs going forward. Um, who knows? It could be down to lamps, but um, I think Jorginho's always been there. He just sort of was underrated last season. Um, so it's nice to see him sort of getting a bit of recognition. Um, maybe just down to a bit of the formation at the end of the day too. Mm. Yeah, I think Jorginho had a, a few big names around him last season, whereas this year he's probably um, probably one of the bigger guys in that team, which is why he's had to step up. Yeah, he's been touted as a captain material of the future and that kind of stuff. So yeah, um, yeah, great, great player. That's a good thing about Chelsea managers or ex ones; they always leave their legacy. You know, they sprinkle a little bit of gold dust as as they walk off. Sarri's obviously left his mark. 
But a few other people making the mark in the Premier League at the moment. Some of the teams we don't necessarily give too much attention to. Brighton came out on top of Norwich, and they were looking very good as well. They got rid of, uh, what's his face? In the last Black year. dude, yeah. Hutton. Hutton, that's his name. I said, all I can think of is a shaved <laughs> white head. Uh, but, you know, a lot of lot of screams about that. They didn't have a couple of good results. Two or three bad yeah, results at the beginning of the season. Are they still going down? Everyone reckon they're still going down? Into or? the top 10 now. Into the top 10. Give the man a break. He's looking great. The stadium was rocking. Uh, but Norwich, no wins in the last six. What do you think? Uh, yeah, look, I'm very nervous um, for Norwich now. I kind of feel like the worst thing that happened to them was beating City because ever since I've been horrendous. Yeah. The Pookie train has sincerely run out of fuel. And um, no, we're not looking good. Yeah, me and uh, me and Andy picked Brighton to beat Norwich. Scotty, I think you picked Norwich, and um, <laughs> Dylan, you take the draw, did you? Uh, I think oh, I no, Andrew took Andrew took oh, the no, draw, no, and no, no, uh, I, you I and me picked the win. Yeah, yeah. Brighton. No, and I've, I've, yeah, I I ditched Pookie. Yeah, I think, I think the other the other B I got I think was Bournemouth. I think we'll we'll get to that later. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, I mean, the, <laughs> speaking to that result, one 0 United. Uh, with the loss and kind of looked like a game they started really brightly 10-20 minutes looked really good and then wet weather played a part but just didn't convert Bright- Bournemouth sorry get the first goal uh, I know you guys will be dying to to have a punt at what is it the way Ollie's set up tactically do you think the squad themselves just aren't together I knew, th- I knew this would be a tough game for them Bournemouth is a tough place to go they keep proving that but um, you know, focusing on that goal alone, and I, I, I just can't, I can't understand how someone can have that much time in the box in the Premier League. Mm. Yeah, I've never seen anyone score a goal like that in the Premier League. It, it yeah. was, it was cool, but what the hell is no one shutting him down for? Yeah, it seems strange. I mean, they're... man, I'm, 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 I'm dry on excuses for for protecting Man United and what they bring, but. Yeah, it's it's tough times. I don't think it's the end of the world. Like they lose one another way at Bournemouth. What do you do? You know, but I mean, yeah, it's, it's a funny, it's a funny thing though with United because, I mean, I don't know. They're I think they I read the other day they were like fourth best defensive record in the league. Mm. They just can't score goals, and I think we spoke a couple of weeks ago about they need to buy somebody in January that can score goals. Yeah, you know, they haven't got a bad defense. They've got a great goalkeeper. He's been criticised. They're not conceding many goals. They just can't score them. Yeah. Does he, Lukaku go on loan or is he available to buy? Well, yeah. Lukaku scored more goals, more goals than United since September. Yeah, I think I think the other thing is, you know, we've got to appreciate United have got second worst injury record in the Premier League, be it Martial's back. Uh, not necessarily back known for goals, but certainly known for key goals. Couldn't get one in that game. Uh, but, you know, the likes of Pogba returning... You know, things are looking good going into January. I think United will be fine through the Christmas period. They'll probably come out still languishing in about 6th or 5th. And, you know, I'm still looking at it going, hope they miss out on Europe. Don't think they you will. Posit- you positive, positive about Lingard? Uh, no. No, not at all. No? I, I think I think he's I think he's got the quality deep down somewhere. But, you know, whether Ollie's the man to extract that or whether he ever, we ever see that in the United jersey again, uh, probably yeah. not. I, th- I don't yeah, know because I think I think I think Ben Foster's got more shots on goal this season than uh, Lingard. He does one. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah, Lingard's. That was a fine save by Kepper. Actually, he almost 
I think, what do you think about giving man of the match to, to a player on the losing side? Yeah, that's okay. Yeah, I think that's, uh, as long as it's not a final, you know, I think yeah, it's more appropriate in the um, that, um That match, he made three or four world-class saves and then almost at the, at the death grabs an equaliser um, by getting his head on the end. It would have been something to see. You don't often yeah. see goalie scoring. No. Ex-United player there as well, so yeah, fitting. It's a, I've still got love <laughs> oh, for no, the man. <laughs> I pick up. Who's that? Josh King, who scored against United for Bournemouth. Uh, yeah, another ex-United player. I'll take that. Uh, he's a uh, a good man, Ben Foster. Do like him. He collects shoes as well. If you follow him on Instagram, he collects Asics. Has tons of them, like hundreds. Uh, but after that, there's a couple of other results as well. Crystal Palace, Leicester, Jamie Vardy. I know you know a lot about his celebration, Jeff. What was your take on that? Yeah, it was a cool. Uh, I see it on FIFA from occasion. Just the whole sort of the eagle or the, the albatross or the. I'm doing the movement with my arms as I as I talk about it to you now. I can hear um, you moving up and down past them. <laughs> it's the oh, eagle against the eagles. Oh. <laughs> um, yeah, uh, Jamie Vardy leading the you know first first player to ten goals, um, which is just shows the uh, what, what a red bull before the game can do. I'm still player. <laughs> Another one who was uh, known for absolute shithousery other than Jamie Vardy was uh, Pep Guardiola. Uh, the City game. Pep Guardiola, obviously 68 minutes. Uh, the Watford manager keeping the ball. And then uh, literally 91 minutes, City just score a winner or 87 minutes, wherever else they score a winner. And Pep's videoed walking over and trying to hand the ball to him as though he wanted it. So uh, he's he's not, not mucking around and City showing a lot of a lot of caliber that they obviously have, champions. What do you think? Yeah, it's, it's that fabric of champions. You know, Liverpool go down a goal and come back 2-1. And City go down a goal, come back 2-1. Man, United go down a goal and lose. Arsenal <laughs> go up a goal and draw. Yeah. So, you know, it's what you say, Liverpool just finding ways to win. Mm. Um, yeah. What's your take, Dill? Oh, look, I mean, City... City of class, right? They're going to keep coming. They're, it's funny, a lot of their goals are so similar. They get it to that byline and, and cut it back, and it's really, really hard to defend. Um, but they're impressive, you know, and uh, there's random players that keep popping up. You would not have backed Kyle Walker for an assist and a goal before the game, but, um, you know, you talk about... Well, well I, I actually I actually had him in my team, so I did. <laughs> did you captain him, though? Probably had him there. No, the I didn't. It was, a com- it was a complete accident because Zinchenko was injured. But anyway, carry on. We'll take it. We'll take it. Um, yeah, they, they find a way, right? They find a way. Someone steps up, and even you could cast back to last year when when they're completely backs against the wall and then company goes and sticks one in the top bin. Like, they're just... That team just finds a way, and that, that's what makes me nervous, and that's why, as a Liverpool supporter, I'm not toey enough to call it yet. Yeah. We say in New Zealand there's like a – do you know what the word hamu means? Not a clue. Jesh would know what the word hamu means. He embodies it frequently on the uh, football pitch. <laughs> uh, it's basically Am someone I? who doesn't pass, right? <laughs> just score, just score goal. And there's a lot of negativity coming into City because I can see like – you know, they won 2-1, and – Liverpool have it to the right degree. You know, they don't pass to each other, but they've always been about the bigger team. And one thing, Liverpool are losing that this year. They're losing that that hamu nature about them. Whereas City could have had like two or three extras if they just wanted to square the ball. You know, you think that'll be their downfall? No, because they find a way. Yeah. 
they just find a way all the time. They've they've had their injury troubles as well, but they will. Um, I think over the Christmas period, that's when City will really show their depth. That's where they'll um, sort of thrive a little bit. I think. Yeah. Yeah, we've got Liverpool and, and City playing this weekend, so it might be a good uh, indicator of of how the of the new year might shape up. Um, oh, it's, an, it's an awful fixture that. <laughs> Anfield as well. It's an awful fixture to think about. Yeah. I mean, if if Liverpool spank City, can can we get uh, a, a, a commitment from you, Andy, on the next episode around Liverpool winning the league this season? Uh, if we spank City, we'll win the league. There's no doubt about it. All right, we but we won't spank City. We'll, 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 yeah, we won't spank City. So. Mm, that's actually juicy. Defensive issues. They've got defensive problems. Is it going to be a goal fest? Are they going to try to shut up shop and? No, I, I, I find them, um, if anything, like last year, they're quite timid. They have a lot of respect for each other. So it'll be interesting to see how it plays out. I definitely think there'll be goals, um, but I don't see either team spanking the other. Is Salah back? I just, I just actually sold um, sold uh, stealing for, for Mane, so hopefully that pays off. That's a great shout. Hopefully that doesn't yeah, I hope it does. I, I hope it does for you, mate. Yeah, I, I, I really hope it doesn't because then I can strengthen my lead at the moment. Though I plummeted. You may have actually overtaken Very me. Close. So I'm talking. I look today. No, you guys are close. Yeah. Still up though, I hope. Yes, by five, yeah, you are. You are. five places. I check every day. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Even if there's no games, you still check. <laughs> <laughs> Just, Just a reminder. It fuels the passion. On that note though. Yes, contentious issues, VAR, something that's in the front of mind for everybody and people who are pretending they scored a goal for Menio ran off almost thinking he scored one uh, in that Liverpool game. And he was, I think, for the first time I've ever heard this because you wouldn't believe it if just a referee told you, an armpit offside. What's your thoughts, Dylan? What's happening? Can well, we find anything going right? My, my take on that, and this is trying to understand it, is if an armpit's offside, that means a shoulder has to be offside. Mm. So therefore, it's offside because you can score from a shoulder. Yeah, That's the only explanation I can come up with. But VAR's pissing me off. And everyone's interp- interpretation of it is pissing me off as well. There's a lack of understanding. There's a lack of consistency. Um, and it's getting to the stage now where it's actually fucking the weekend of football. Yeah. So two or three results had kind of VAR parts of them there was there was one in the Everton Spurs game as well could have been a pen that wasn't there was one in the Sheffield game uh that wasn't as well thankfully um yeah in the, in the Chelsea Watford game um it wasn't a pen and then VAR made it a pen which I don't oh you watch that in slow mo and that's not a pen for me the Delafeo one mm, neither like it's just but, bullshit you know. it's oh, it's starting to wind me up I've tried to accept it but it's really frustrating me now yeah, it's yeah, it, it's hard, and and the worst thing is it's not it's not limited to Premier League. So you look at the um the A League over the weekend, and that Wellington Phoenix one with um the handball against Fenton. Mm. Yeah, it's hit it's hit his chest. It's gone to VAR, and they said no, nah, that's uh, that's a penalty. It's like it's blatantly not a penalty, and the whole point of VAR is to take away the howlers, yeah. and it's not doing that, and How it's getting you- and, and it seems to be getting worse. <laughs> How do you get on the wrong end of a VAR decision? It's fucking awful, eh? It's one of the one of the good things about it. Or sorry, one of the really bad things about it 
is that they haven't actually integrated it in a way where it takes no time at all, you know? It takes 20 or 30 seconds more most of the time and everyone stands around arguing and you kind of, you know, I agree with you, Andrew, 100%. It's meant to take away the howl. It's meant to take away the things that don't. Uh, yeah, it, it's not meant for the 50-50. If you use it just for the howlers, but it's still, it's not working for the howlers. Mm. If it worked for the howlers and that was it, that'd be fine, but it's still not working for that, which is shocking. You're right, Josh. It's shocking for for a video re- replay not to work. I, I think it needs to be um, needs to be time capped. Like if you're having to go back and forward and zoom in and zoom out and rock things forward and backwards for three minutes, like for fuck's sake, just move on. It's mm. clearly way too tight to call, so you're guessing. Mm-hmm. It's obviously not definitive if you're taking three minutes to make a decision. So either like go back to umpire's call, ref's call or whatever, but it just, it, I don't know, it's its ruining the game. It really is. Yeah, good I, say, I, I say from now on, we probably just give uh, VAR a, a rating out of 10 each week because we're just going to slam it every week otherwise. There yeah. might be some movement. Um, Mike Riley, who's the manager of the Professional Game Match Officials Limited, or pig, pig mole. Um, he's he's meeting with the Premier League managers um, this week, so maybe there'll be some clarity or a new strategy or something might come out of that. Well, they, Do they, they get they, to VAR afterwards? <laughs> <laughs> they they met not long ago, and that's when it went from VAR never being used to VAR being used every five seconds. Yeah. So do you reckon that it'll get tighter? They're going to talk about whether they should um, be allowed to consult the pitch side monitors or not. I think it took three minutes out of the match with the Everton Tottenham game, and it was just a shambles. Everyone's just standing around, hands on hips, just what the heck's going on? You can't um, do that in the middle of winter. Yeah, no, you can't. And, and, it, take, and it, it, it takes too long for for these um, associations to make a decision. The only association I've seen to make a decision really quickly week in, week out is the NRL yeah. in Australia where they see something wrong, they talk about it on a Wednesday and it's fixed by Saturday. They, they can't do that in the Premier League. Yeah. The other thing is is that the NRL when we talk about uh, you know, them being able to do it really quickly and have those pitch side monitors we forget there's like four refs on the field in the NRL. You know what I mean? Like they got the two linos, they got the two people, the two refs on the pitch yeah. as well. There's only one yeah. You know, and so you couldn't do that unless you're handling more responsibility to those linos and aren't the linos linos because they're not good enough to be on the pitch. So, uh, yeah. Yeah. But on that note, it was offside. Liverpool did manage to go on and crack it uh, 2-1 Fabrica Champions. That first one from Robertson, obviously. I was kind of watching that. Mane gets that assist. You're like, damn, that's sick. And then, you know, for him to pop up and that's a – you know, any man's happy with a flick on header when you get to kind of wheel away knowing you've scored the winner. You would have done that in your time, Dill. A couple of times, it's quite enjoyable. You get a bit of a buzz on. But yeah, Mane, you got to credit him. He, he waited and waited and waited for the cross and then he found the perfect one. What was your celebration go-to? Was it an albatross or? Probably not quite an albatross. Um, <laughs> or a sparrow. <laughs> just, a, just a simple open arms, mate. Just to appreciate my teammates. Mm. Mm. Lukaku style. 
like a like a kiss with the, the hand and then a, a point. Were you one of those two? Yeah. Point to the <laughs> there you, were, right? you were a one finger pointer yeah, too. You surely. were like a full hand, like come here, get a hug. Surely, like to get like to involve the crowd where necessary. Yes, yes. There is actually, and you lads would not have seen this. There's actually a, a photo of Dill who <laughs> he scored the equalizer in a grand final, and he's running past and he pulled the fingers at the opposition crowd. And uh, there's there's a scream of a photo of that, so I'll sh- I'll show you the guys, so I'll get you to share that to them. Post it up, post it up. It is uh, maybe it can be the the the, the picture for the episode. De- <laughs> Define grand final. Uh like uh, Prem's grand final in Sunny Coast League. Right. Um. But yeah, what could possibly go wrong, Jesh? I flipped the script. On what? What could go wrong with Liverpool? Oh well, everything. <laughs> Everything could go wrong. Um, you know, uh, what would happen? Uh, I don't know. The player injuries, um, s- stopping the, the, the sort of the freight train, a couple of draws, and city catch up. They've got a nice little buffer. Maybe they could get complacent. Um, who knows? Uh, it's hard to see anything stopping them, though, to be to be honest. Um, they've got some really good depth. They've got a, a, a manager with a, a couple of screws loose. Um, which is just the right sort of formula for the job that he's got. And, um, yeah, they've had some hard fixtures already. Um, they've come away with some results, and I think this weekend will be, it'll be telling. So, looking forward to it. So, Andrew, I mean, you, you're saying that, obviously, Liverpool, you know, they, they beat City, they spank City, and the league's theirs. You worried about the fixture pile-up come Christmas? A lot's been made of, obviously, Liverpool needing to field two squads in the space of the same day. Fixtures backing up. Yeah, I mean that's, that's all around the club, World Cup, and the the League Cup. I think, I mean, from my my point of view, we've always had a team that either defends really well, or they just score more goals than everyone else. So, so you grind back a couple of years where you had Suarez and Sturridge, and we'd score five goals because the other team scored four. Or you go back. 20, 30 years, and we'd defend, and no one could score against us, and we'd win one or two nil. Whereas at the moment we're conceding every game and we're not scoring lots, you know. So City, I think, are, I think the goal difference, they're probably 10 above us at the moment on goal difference or seven yeah. or something like that. Um, yeah, we're six points ahead, but that's only two games. And we haven't lost a game yet. City have lost two and they're still only six points behind. So I think if we'd won a couple of leagues in the last five or 10 years, we wouldn't be nervous. I think because we haven't, that's why we are. Mm, 30 years, isn't it? Was it 30? Just over 30? Well, we're we're not really counting, but yeah. Yeah, I I'm not either. I just you know read a little. Yeah, you bit. are. <laughs> yeah, no, that's the, a good point about the, the turnaround in the games. You know, they've got to travel um, to 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 Napoli, then they've got two days, and they've got to play Brighton four days, Everton two days, Bournemouth three days, and they play again in another three days, Watford. So you know, it's a really tight schedule. Um, and then we're off to um, is it Qatar? Yeah. Doha. And then we, and we've got to Doha. fly back two hours two hours later and play uh, the League Cup. Yeah, I was looking at the split though of the squads. If if they had to send one squad to Doha or Qatar or wherever it is, and then have one game in the Carabao Cup, you know the second squad wasn't that bad. It had like five or six players I knew, and then the rest were obviously youth players um, that I didn't. But would you be worried? Of? Look, do you I... want the Carabao Cup or the Club World Cup? I think the Club World Cup, from memory, there's a bit of cash in that, so that could be tidy. Um, 
But look, my, I'm definitely worried about the sort of December to mid Jan. That's a that's a hell of a lot of games. It's next level in terms of games, and that's that's worrying because there is a bit of a drop off mm. with the Liverpool squad. Like, yes, our depth is better, but when we're going head to head with City, it is a worry. Um, so I think. To be honest, we could really do with beating him this weekend so we have a bigger buffer because I do see us dropping some points over that time. I hate to say it. Yeah, well, you, you look yeah. at them, they're Bournemouth, yeah. they're Brighton, and the weather gets a little bit nasty. That's when those kind of clubs come alive, right? Their, their style of football kind of yeah, knocks it just turns into a man. scrap at yeah. levels of playing field. And when you're coming in with heavy legs, um, it, it's hard to do. You look at Liverpool last year in the, the – I think it was Leicester we played um, at home when we drew with them in the snow. And um, we just looked really sluggish in that. And then, you know, our, our fixture list this year is piling up even more. So, look, the, the thing that I pray for is that we don't get an injury to the front three or to Van Dyke. Um, but Andrew sort of took the words out of my mouth, the fact that we're conceding and not scoring freely like we were. So I feel like we're on a bit of a knife edge. It could go either way. We could very easily drop points soon or we're going to turn up and seriously spank someone soon. So hopefully it's the latter, but we will see. Yeah, and as a fan, I'd be happy to have the full team go for the Carabao Cup and send the youth team off to Qatar so that we've got a fresh team for the league because that's really, as a Liverpool fan, you want to win the league. We've won the the Club World Cup. We've won the League Cup. We've won the Champions League more than anyone else in in England. We need to win the, the league. What do you reckon that does to the Club World Cup, Jish? That they send off their youth team for the Club World Cup. I mean, I know you're a big fan of European football and you probably watch the Club World Cup knowing yourself. What's your thoughts if they kind of send off their youth team to that? Does that belittle kind of a FIFA flagship competition that they kind of just try and put on top of the Champions League? I don't think anyone can blame them for doing that. Um, I think it gives them some nice um, exposure and some game time to some of the, to some of the younger players. Um, and they could probably still pull their own. Um, so they might send a couple of players, you know, someone like Milner might go along or some of the some of the boys to sort of keep the um, the heads and the strategy going to, to give it a good nudge. But I don't think they really give two shits about it, to be honest, but I don't know. I mean, that, Spain does it really well. Like when Real Madrid, who's obviously been there four of the last six or seven years, you always watch them, and they the the La Liga postpones their fixtures and lets them go. Yeah, I think other um, the other big competitions have one less um, cup competition to try and mm. fit in, which has been the challenge for many years with English teams. Yeah, so I, on that same note, challenging for for English managers, uh, some of them are under quite a bit of pressure at the moment. What are your what are your thoughts, Andrew? The uh, Arsenal game, very unlucky not to lose. I want to talk about uh, Diego Jota as well because that man's got to be going to a big club sometime soon. What about Emery? Yeah, Emery's, Emery's got to the stage that he's all of a sudden come into the limelight of probably being one of the top managers that's under pressure. Mm. Um, I mean, obviously, Poch has been under pressure for the season. I think focus on that team will now switch towards Son and whether he can actually come back from, uh, from what been a, probably a, a horrific week for him yeah. Yeah, even if it wasn't his fault with that challenge it's probably been a, been a horrific week so yeah I think Emery's probably under a lot of pressure yeah, Is it yeah the- don't forget Marcus Silva at Everton um, they've had a, a really bad run they lost what sort of um, sort of 
between four and five in the last seven, um, something like that. So they they haven't been too flash hot either, and and the fans will be backing the club, but. Um, you know they're not Arsenal fans, but they still will be expecting some kind of result from 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 Everton and Marco Silva. So he's probably um, likely to to get the sack at some point too. Yeah, hundred percent. I I think you know going through those guys, I think Pochettino has probably earned the right to go through a rebuild there. Mm. I think, um, given the fact that he's got players coming out of contract, which isn't his fault. And you can see that they're pretty much down tools. So I think there's a bit of pressure on him, but I don't think that he's worst off in the Prem. I think um, Emery report coming out that he's got a month to save his job. So um, see what happens there. I definitely think Silva is under massive pressure. Um, the money they've spent and where they sit and, and their performances are miles away. Mm. Um, and to throw another one on there, I think, um, I think his name's Flores, the, the Watford gaffer, who's already their second manager for the season. I think if they don't get something from, um, I think they've got Norwich and Burnley coming up. Yeah. If they don't get their first win of the season in, in one of those two, I wouldn't be surprised if he um, gets the, the tap on the shoulder. On Poch, like, you, you think that, you know, the players are to blame a little bit. You're talking about them downing tools and whatnot. Ericsson. I can't even remember something ridiculous. Like he gave the ball away like 13 times. 13 times. This is a man who you probably couldn't get the, you know, the ball off him with two dudes half the time. I mean, what's what's the thinking there? He's obviously, at, he's one of those out of contract players. Yeah. Yeah, there's um, there's Ericsson, there's Vertonghen, there's Danny Rose and potentially one other as well. But you can just see that they don't, they don't really want to be there. Mm. Um, it's obvious. They're, I'd love to see their running stats. That would be interesting. That's something I haven't looked at. But um, I don't know. From what I see watching games, they're just, you know, they don't do that extra run. Um, they're not they're not hard at the ball. Uh, probably pulling out of challenges because they're going to want to want a nice healthy contract at the end of the season. So don't want to get injured. Uh, the care factor's not there. Just has that really changed from Has that really changed from last season? No, I mean. It's- same team. What what has happened to them in the summer, in the English summer? What's happened to them where they've gone from a team who's made the Champions League final, top four of the league, and they've and they've just completely just gone off the boil? Yeah, they have. I, I think, in my opinion, the Champions League sort of papered over a, a lot of the issues there. Um, I'm not yeah. sure if there's you know there's these players that are out of contract. They don't want to re-sign, so I don't know if there's issues between them and. Um, Pochettino um, I don't know if it's something between them or if they just want a new challenge but for some reason they don't want to stay on yeah it could be could be Levy and you know his purse strings obviously with, with their wages I mean there were some some positives like just you and I spoke about um, Dali Ali last week uh, and this was one of the few games he actually has turned up and, and contributed in any way shape or form with a really tidy finish terrible defending in the lead up to it but is it is it up to the players to kind of just step up and do it? Do you think anyone's going to want to pick these guys up, even if they down tools? Yeah, yes, yes. They're the the great players, and Tottenham's managed to tinker along, doing really well without winning anything whatsoever. So it's um, quite baffling to 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 see now the players have kind of gone. You know what? We've we've got no real history here. Should we just pull the pin, let our contracts run out? 
and and try to get contracts somewhere else. And um, we might see Tottenham fall from grace next season. Um, if Poch goes, um, if if Kane goes, if if Eriksson goes, you've got you know the the, the struggles of a of a team who might be mid table from next season onwards, um, unless they can do something because the they have some great players, but if there's no team there, then it's kind of the situation Spurs were in before this little peak that they kind of let Kane come through and gave him a chance, let him be the sole striker. And, you know, they kind of just trailed on with him. Andrew, do you think it's the, the death of Spurs? I, I wouldn't say the death because, I mean, you've got to, you've got to look at them as, as they're one of the uh, the big clubs, you know. They're one of the, the top six, officially one of the top six, although I think Esther might be pushing somebody out of that top six soon. Mm. Um so, you know, they're that North London club, they're the North London derby, you know. But the problem is they've got players that don't want to be there. Kane obviously will stay there for his life, probably. Um, because he's grown up there and come from there. Everyone else has been brought in. But uh, I wouldn't say it's the death of them, but I think that they've had their couple of seasons of having a chance to get glory, and I think they've probably blown it. Yeah. Mm. Yeah, Harry, Harry Kane's no... You know, Roy Keane, you know, he's no, even though he's sort of the England captain, he doesn't seem to be kind of a man that people are going to rally around and, and fight for and doesn't really have the uh, the voice to, to, to command men. Um. <laughs> they get to probably step back. So yeah, they just like, screwed, <laughs> fuck off. <laughs> um, but talking about people who've, who've blown it, how's the fantasy team looking, Bill? Oh, look, look, I wouldn't go that far. I'm not the worst uh, fantasy team on this podcast uh, mate, anymore. Yeah. So. Well, you're, you're probably the worst this week, though. I know, right. mate. You must have had a healthy lead, mate. 50 points. And, uh, How many did you get this week, Andrew? I got 60, uh, 69 this week. 69. Healthy. So mate, good, good number, too. You came back on me, but you haven't. That is a nice number. Yin and yang. Can, uh, I just, can, I, can we check how many points? No, you're 20 points ahead, Dill. 20. 20 points ahead. Yeah, okay. Not that you would have checked yeah. that. I mean, that's what, that's only the... What, he keeps that up the, on the wall. The midfielder captain. Yeah. We had some, some pretty big scores, actually. This is one of the ones where, you know, those spreading your chips across the teams that, you know, maybe could, couldn't get a result. They fell. The chips fell nicely for a few people. 102. Uh, Jonathan coming in with the highest. A couple of 80s sprinkled there. Uh, as well, still Ray Kamini sitting at the top. What's the thinking with fantasy? I go out on the limb. I even think I posted in everything football just before the game kicked off. And having Rashford captain asked, would it backfire? Uh, unanimous yeses, but they did come suspiciously late in the game, so I'm not going to hold anyone to account. It didn't. It didn't really backfire, mainly because um, the the City players and the Liverpool players didn't really fire. I guess Mane is the only real good shout on a captain for that game week. Everyone else, uh, I guess, mostly had um, um, the two City um, players in, in Sterling and yeah. De Bruyne. Um, so, yeah, Rashford is, actually has the most uh, points per appearance up to game week 11 for United. Um, so, you know. Not not too bad of a shot to have him in the team, but um, I think it's a like you called me out on a bit of an emotional, um, <laughs> perhaps. <laughs> yes, it was certainly uh, having De Bruyne vice captain as well. He didn't manage to do much. 
Um, but Lundstrom, obviously 21 points from defense. Who picked him up? You're just saying, I think, in the beginning, I don't know whether we were on air or not, Jesh suffered for Yeah, I, I was reading right. something that said, if you don't have Lundstrom, now's a great time to pick him up. And I took a four-point hit and brought him in. Um, then I watched I watched the match, and he's he's he, he's playing quite far forward. Yeah, that's what I was confused is. about. Yeah, because he's a defender. Yeah, he's, a defender, he's playing like an attacking midfielder. What do you get? Do you get twenty-one points? Yeah, twenty-one points, yep. man. A couple of goals. Ah. He's the highest-scoring defender, I think now. I think I picked him up. I mean, you look at his you look at his actual points that he scored: three first week, fourteen second. Didn't really do anything for three. Another twelve, you know, and then he's been couple of fives and sixes in there and the four after and 21 points this game week. Yeah, he's got Tottenham and then United, but then after that it's Wolves, Newcastle, Norwich, Villa, um, Brighton and Watford. So he could be uh, a go if you could pick so, up some so of those players. So his next, two, his next two games are Tottenham and United. So he's got two clean sheets there. <laughs> <laughs> Probably a couple of goals, let's be honest. Maybe, yeah. <laughs> uh, but yeah, Sheffield looking great. Really great. So pick up their players if you like. Maybe not in the next two weeks, though, because you got two. And they're a good team to watch. They're a good team to watch, Sheffield United. Yeah. Yeah. Sheffield Wednesday, great club. Yeah. Sheffield Wednesday, yeah. 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 Where, are they, where are they in the championship? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> He's definitely the surprise of the season, I reckon, so far. For fantasy, old Lundstrom. Wow. No, I'm I'm, uh, I'm happy at the moment. Obviously, Vardy, Aubameyang, still those solid guys you need to have up top. Abraham, still, again, Someone you need to have up top as well. Who are you guys uh, gambling on the next couple of weeks? Come on, hit me with it. Yeah, so I thought about so, so you're you're talking about um, Obama Yang, and obviously Arsenal have got to get somebody else that can score goals. And if you watch Martinelli play, and he played in the League Cup, he's played in the mm-hmm. Europa Cup. Mm-hmm. Oh, he's good. He's good. He he, at really some good. point he's got to, he's got to come into that team as a starting player or at least you know as a substitute and start scoring goals in the Premier League what's he going for yeah. right now Do you guys know yeah what's that? he at Josh uh, Martinelli um, we can take a look at Arsenal um, he is 4.5 yeah, 3% ownership he's got 30% I mean that, that's one of those ones that you put on the bench because he'll come on every game yeah He's not getting too many minutes, but I mean, you know, it's always, I mean, luck is it. He's not been playing too badly. He got the assist for Abang Yang. Uh, but is he the one who makes way? Or do you pair the three of them up there? you got to put, yeah, you got to put, I mean, I mean, what percentage of people own Andy Carroll at the moment? Very few. <laughs> not many, I would have thought. Yeah. Zero in Zero this foursome is a matter of Surprising. <laughs> yeah. it, should be 20, it should be 25% of this podcast. It should be 25% <laughs> of this podcast. I was actually thinking about that the other day because I was talking about Newcastle players uh, that need to be picked up. John Joe Shelby. Uh, his free kick was tight. Free kicks was tidy. Hit the bar just before halftime as well. He scored his second goal of the season, which equals his record from when he was last with Swansea. Uh, well, not equals his record, but the first time he scored two goals since he was with Swansea. I can see him swinging one to Andy Carroll. Yeah, he's a good player. He, he, he gets a few uh, yellow cards and red cards per season, though. Oh, yeah. So, risky to to minus some points. Yeah. Any, any other uh, kind of, you know, deep-sea trawlers in the, the lower teams you think you need to pick up? Talking about Brighton heating up? 
see. Um, yeah, Muape maybe is it his name? Um, looks okay. Looks like they've got Murray back where he belongs on the bench. Um, <laughs> um, but yeah, Vardy probably is the, is the guy you want at the moment. Um, he's he's a, a the most lethal uh, striker and finisher. Although De La Feo looked like the most promising player um, for Watford, he might do something. I, he was one of those players that everyone picked up at the very start of the season. I was shouting his name, going, "Get this guy! Get this guy! He's going to do the, he's going to do a bit of damage." Um, obviously, that didn't happen, but um, who knows what what might show up? You've, we've we've seen a couple of players pop up in the last couple of game weeks who look like they're here to stay in in Lundstrom and, and Co. and um, and Abraham. So I, I would recommend making sure that you're using your free transfer every week just to sort of be picking up trending players, up. look at form, um, and figure out how to get those Norwich players that you, you picked up out of your team. So, Dill, you used to have some Wolves players. Yeah, they're still there. Moutinho got an assist. Do you and, still have him? Yeah, and Jimenez got a goal. Yes, you just kept with him. the boys. So they're, they're performing well. I um My back three did all right over the weekend. I had Robertson, Alexander-Arnold, and Dina. So... Uh, Good from those boys, but um, my biggest challenge is my captain is letting me down week in, week out. Mr. Mohamed Salah is really hurting me. This You're like week. really sticking with the boys on that I'm one. Really holding firm on him, but fuck, he's mm. wearing me down. I might go to the other he, wing soon. He's one of the most transferred out players this, this game week. Understand. Is he fit? Yeah, well, yeah, he's got that little ankle challenge, but yeah, he's fit. Yeah, I suppose a half at most Salah is still better than most defenders in the league, so you're not really too worried if he's on the pitch yeah. and he can play. I think a little dark horse for, for people. They've got two winnable games. He might be a bit expensive, but um, Deli Ali scoring on the weekend. Is he going to go on with it? Don't know. There's potential there. As I said, there's two winnable games, so he might be a shout to bring in, depending on price, of course. The other one to bring in potentially for one game week might be Pulisic who's been in some red-hot form. Um, Chelsea with a winnable game at the weekend, but bear in mind they go to City the following week, I'm pretty sure. So mm. it might be a, a week-in, week-out for him. Yeah, that whole, that whole Salah one, that's, you either have Salah or Mane, don't you? Because they're both midfielders in fantasy and yeah. they score goals. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, a lot of people doing the switcher, the switcheroonie there. Yeah. Um, Rooney? Yeah, the, yeah, well, maybe United could bring Rooney back. So he'd probably score more goals than Rashford. I'm giving Salah a city game. He's a big game player. I feel like he'll step up. Yeah. Well, I'll let him know. I, I heard um, <laughs> I heard Lundstrom come out and say, I, I get more texts about fantasy than I do about my performance on the pitch. Um, <laughs> yeah, it's the, it's the same with Andy Robertson. He gets all these texts from his mates saying, for fuck's sake, man, get an assist. <laughs> Classic. You'd, uh, you'd be mad. But, and... <laughs> Uh, I, don't, I don't have any Liverpool defenders. None of them. Well, because we haven't kept a clean sheet. Or I had Van Dijk, actually. I think I sold him last week. No, I've still got him. Shit, one point. Yeah, he got. he's more transferred out this week than Teller is. So. Yeah, isn't yeah if you're going to have Liverpool defenders, you need ones that can at least assist in a score. So you either have Trent or you have uh, Robertson. Yeah. Mm. Well, Trent has... I've got um, Ellison there, but he's... he's... Hmm. Crazy to think that Liverpool of 11 games have only kept a clean sheet in two of them. You know, yeah, but haven't conceded that many goals. It's just no, it's that literally one game. every game. Yeah, <laughs> it doesn't yeah. Get in. Uh, well, I might actually take your guys' uh, knock on that one, and maybe God, all your Liverpool defenders are so expensive. 
Yeah, it's based on last year, I think. Yeah, there's a reason for that, though. Yeah. <laughs> Quality. You could get Wambasaka or Maguire if you want. Yeah, I wouldn't. I'd take Wambasaka over Maguire. 100%. How many assists and goals he got this year? Uh, Wambasaka. Yeah. Shit, like one assist, probably. Two assists, maybe. I had him for a while at the beginning of the season, but I kind of ditched a lot of United players, and I recently brought back Rashford to little fanfare. Um, is that because of, of the United penalties? Yeah, no, he's got no assists. No, no goals, no assists. I didn't think so. Yeah, great, great. If we could, fifty um, mil. If we could uh, get points for tackles that didn't need to be made, he'd probably get <laughs> quite a few points. I think Wambasaka's second in the most amount of tackles. Uh, yeah, in the league. He leaves himself like he reminds me of Rio Ferdinand, way less of a quality footballer, but in the same sense, he just kind of lets people run past him and then like. Dives and cleans them out. No, I, I don't mind him as a player, but as a fantasy player, don't worry, don't even worry about it. Yeah. Oh well. On that note, though. And I uh, only scored three of last week's results. I think Dill. Is it three? Me? Yeah. No, four. Thanks. Four. Okay, I've worked this out wrong then, but I have tallied up, and it did take me a substantial amount of time to go back through and listen to the last episode which was like episode six when we last actually voiced where we were overall scores um but i've got us neck and neck and i could say generously the episodes that you lads list bar last week uh i've generously given you five points five wow. predictions five points for what for not submitting your predictions i submitted them no not last week but the week before i was on then you wouldn't have been included <laughs> in the five. But the episodes that have been missed by you or I couldn't get your amounts, I gave you five. And I think You're obviously like not talking each. to me. No, I'm just looking at you. <laughs> okay, good. Or me. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I um, think there was a... Was there one no-show? Yeah. Does, does anyone so where, have, where do we stand? Where do we stand, Scotty? It's tight. Just tell us who's leading. Uh, I've got you leading, Bill. Okay, thank you. I've got you second, Jesh... And you third, Andrew, and I've gone first <laughs> because What's... I was far behind all of you. <laughs> What's the buffer? But I have gained points. some traction. Let's talk. Right. Yeah, what are those scores? Three points. What are, what are those scores? Three points on you. So I'm on 46. You're on 48, Jish. 47, Andrew. Dill ahead on 49. Okay. All right. So well, that is close. But you dogged me a point, didn't you? No, no. No? Uh, actually, yes, I did. Okay. So, you're so maybe you gave yourself five points, Scotty. <laughs> but hang on, are we, are we 46, 47, 48, 49? No, we're 46, 47, 48, and 50 because I missed so I've got counts of cells. Ah, uh, you got a two-point buffer. And All right, let's get into too. it then. Yeah. Let's get into it. Let's. So who wants to take the lead? Oh, I'm happy to take the lead. doesn't bother me. I lead from the front, obviously, so... <laughs> What, you, what what what's falling short in fantasy is destroying us by two points <laughs> in predictions. Um, but I mean, bit of a hectic game week. Obviously, it's going to get thick and fast very soon. The game week is tailed. Uh, should we work our way up it this week? Because the fixture we want to talk about is at sure. the end. Sure, let's do it. City Liverpool. Good job. Liverpool at home. Who are you going, Andrew? I've gone for a draw there. Terrible bloke. It's 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 a pity draw again. 
Until he went for me. Until he went for <laughs> What did you just say, Josh? Until he went. I'm going Liverpool. I think we'll get it done. I think it's going to be a tough game. Both teams will score, but Liverpool will get it done at Anfield. In the 95th minute. Surely. Yeah, I, I think Anfield's going to be behind them. Who have you got, Josh? I don't even know. Who's Chelsea got? Or who have I got? Nah, who's who? Have you got City or Liverpool working away out before? Uh, I've got I've got City. Nice. I'm going to take City as well, only because mm-hmm. I hope that happens. But I I can't see. I think it'll be tough. The weather will play a part. I think if it rains, Liverpool will win. I think if it's a, if it's a clear, nice was it evening? That's no, midday game. Yeah, five thirty a.m. for us here in NZ. Yeah, so yeah, I think I think the weather will play a big factor. If it rains, Liverpool win. But yeah, I'm gonna go City. Liverpool win regardless. Villa Wolves. Wolves looking good. You still got two Wolves players in your fantasy. Team. I think I think yeah, Wolves will win this for me. I think Villa probably won't have enough to go to that that ground and get a win. So I'm gonna back Wolves. Yeah, I've got Wolves too. Yeah, Wolves for me too. Jesus. I really liked what Aston Villa looked like, eh? That looks really strong. So you backing them? I think this is where I make up some points, boys. I'm going to back Villa. You've been saying that mm-hmm. for 11 weeks now. I know, and I still uh, oh. I got McGinn for one week. He didn't score. I sold him. He scored. Grealish is injured, I think. Yeah, yeah, he was out at the weekend. Oh, well. I'll go Villa to win. Fucking pins run out of it. <laughs> I'm writing this on the computer. All right, I'm going Villa. United, Brighton, guys. United, Brighton. Home. Fuck off. <laughs> Legit. Nick. <laughs> Ruthless. Ruthless. I've actually got United here. Yeah. yeah, I've got United here. I mean, as much as I hate to say it, I think they might just sneak that with a with a one nil McGrath header. Just, yeah, jammy one niller for sure. A 1-0 McGrath hitter at home against Brighton. Looking mate, good. Home away, it doesn't matter. You can't score goals. Oh, mate. Okay. This is a cool Yeah, but you don't game. concede them. You see, that's the funny thing. Yeah. And, I mean, if United go in, I don't even remember the stat. I'm not even going to roll it off. Spurs, Sheffield. Sheffield looking really good. Spurs looking really hungry, but they don't seem to play well at home. You've missed a fixture there. Oh, sorry. Leicester Arsenal. I have to. I... Leicester in form. Arsenal, Arsenal stink away from home. I'm going Leicester. Yeah, yeah I've gone Leicester as well. Mm, I'll take a draw. Yeah, I'll take Leicester. I think it's this is this could be they lose to they lose to Arsenal. Sorry, they beat Arsenal. Arsenal lose to Leicester. Emery gone. Not One yet. Month. Not yet. I think. Not yet. Yeah. I mean, not. I mean, they're losing against a team that's third in the league. I don't think he goes for that. I think he goes probably a couple of weeks later if he if he keeps getting losses. Yeah, no, that's fair. Everton to Southampton. <laughs> you skipped one now. Oh my god, we have. <laughs> I read the the Sheffield Spurs. Yeah, I'm. Uh, I think it'll be a really tough game for Spurs, but I think they might just get it done here. So I'll back them. Uh, draw for me. Yeah, draw for me. Nice. All right, Everton, Southampton. We one thing we didn't actually chat about was the horrific injury in the Everton game with Spurs. Son Human obviously got sent off, so if Kane's injured, or sorry, ill still, they're not going to look good. But the injury itself, 
It's pretty. You guys going to make a full did, recovery. Did you have the stomach to watch it? Like, yeah, I watched it. It was um. Oh, it was hectic. When I first watched it, when I watched it in real time, I didn't think it was that bad. Um, and I, I can't remember his name now. Whoever I was chatting with on the Facebook group, I think it was Cameron. Good chat. Um, I thought it was one of those tackles where he's running back hard, bit pissed off, and he just tries to swipe the ball but take heaps of the man when I first watched it. Mm. And then I slowed it down. The ball is miles away. He's just hacked him. Pretty shit. Obviously, he didn't mean to injure him, and, and he feels awful for it, but that's a shit tackle. Yeah. Oh, it's a tactical. You see it yeah, 10 it times is. a weekend. Yeah, it is, yeah. Yeah, and, and he's gone into Oreo. Yeah, it's unlucky how he's got the break. Yeah, it is. But far out, his foot was facing the wrong way. It was hectic. Yeah, son, son will be by his bedside during the whole recovery. Probably donate half his wages to his charity. Yeah, yeah. I think I think son will struggle when he gets back into the game. I mean, obviously he's suspended for a week or two, but he'll really struggle when he comes back into the game to commit himself to tackles and stuff. I think because yeah, of I think I because of the sort of guy he is. Yeah, not something Spurs need, as we've documented completely. Uh, so who we got for the game? So I've got I've gone and, Spurs. Oh, no, Everton, and I've gone a draw. Draw. Um, draw for Everton Southampton. Yeah. No, Everton. Yeah. Uh Everton I've gone Everton, yeah. I'll go Everton. Cool. Newcastle Bournemouth. Newcastle looking good. Draw for me. Mm-hmm. What do you think, lads? Bournemouth. Yeah, I've got a new. I've got a draw. Sorry, because I don't think Bournemouth can can do too much away from home. Yeah, I'm going to Newcastle. I don't. Yeah, I, I'm the same. I mean, obviously they beat United, but it's not. It's pretty simple when they're away from home at the moment. Um, Burnley West Ham. I got an easy easy stroll with West Ham Burnley. Not looking good at the moment. Uh, I'm going to go the other way. I think Burnley bounce back and uh, and beat West Ham. Yeah, I've gone Burnley. Mm. They've had a couple of losses. I think they'll bounce back. West Ham have all the makings of a of a win, but I just don't know where it's coming from. Um, I'll, I'll go West Ham. One thing we haven't spoken about much is Chris Wood scoring goals for for Burnley. There's West Ham so scrappy. How they play? <laughs> yeah, they're not they're not class quality goals, are they? They're always <laughs> just like Wood scored. Yeah. <laughs> Knocked down in the box <laughs> off a corner. Yeah, <laughs> it's six yards out. They play like a big man, little man combo with two big men. Yeah, it's <laughs> real weird. Eh? Both trying to be the little man. <laughs> um, Baby spoon. Yeah, I've got I got Chelsea uh, easily kind of screaming past the Eagles. Right, Palace, Palace win. Palace. You write that down. Write that down. <laughs> I got the voice in blue. Yeah, I'll go, go Chelsea. I think it'll be a tough one for them, though, because Palace are organised, but I think Chelsea got a little uh, spring in their step at home as well, so I think they'll get it done. Yeah. Thanks for the points, Andy. Palace, 3-0. <laughs> at <laughs> uh, half-time. And uh, probably the fixture, which won't be uh, getting up early on Saturday morning to watch, or probably normal <laughs> time for you guys, but... Um, certainly one if you want to watch uh, competition for who'd like to get sacked first <laughs> um, Norwich Watford what do we think uh, it's got a nil-nil draw written all over this <laughs> yeah, game it does, it? doesn't it 
you know, I'm going to go here, a Watford win. Um, and I'm hopeful, though, that we get a pookie goal because he's still in my team. So, Dude, you like hopped on as it was like breaking down. <laughs> yeah, look, it's not been great. He hasn't got me any points yet, but I'm hopeful. Loyalty's got to be worth something, doesn't it? Do we get do we get a bonus point here for picking something in the game? So if I go for a Norwich win with a penalty scored, yeah, mm-hmm. I'll give you a bonus. Scott can barely keep track of the win loss draw. <laughs> yeah, fair. Okay, just, just a Norwich win. Ah, <laughs> uh, but no, seriously, you can't. I'll, I'll go for an sure. Extra point. I'll go for sure. <laughs> Norwich, Norwich for me. Uh, just because they're at home and you get them down. Yeah, Ready? I've got them down. Yeah, I've got them down. All right. I can't believe that you've gone for a Norwich win. That's outrageous. I wonder what Norwich are paying. It's probably they're both playing. They like, are. They'll be paying like $4 home. each and it'll be like one twenty for a draw or something. Like, Apparently the, that place gets rocking. Yeah. Well, they're playing a really cool brand of football at the beginning of the season. They it's kind of tailed off. Well, they had injuries they and then the, they've just gone to shit. They've got some great food there with Delia. Be fine. Well, I won't, if they're going to refund their form, it's going to be this, this week. Yeah. And I won't, I won't lose... Uh, the predictions this week. I will give you that additional point, uh, Andy, if you do get Norwich win with a penalty. But, uh, yeah, I'll give it to you. Why not? How's that? Will okay. it, will, you can pick one fixture a week. I'm not going to go back and work it out. You can just go from here forward. You can pick something that happens in the game. If you get it, you get an extra point. Uh, but if you have made it the whole way through the show, you are in the right place. Of course, you can find us on all listening platforms, Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Breaker, Google Podcasts, Pocket Casts, Radio Public, uh, and of course, the Anchor.fm website. Uh, we'll be back same time, same place. Do look in the description if you want to join the Everything Football Family or the Everything Football Fantasy Podcast League code is there as well. If you do come in and you have a lot of points, you will get abused. So think about it carefully. Um, but as for us, we'll be back here, same time, same place. Looking forward to a week of football. It won't be a week until we see each or speak to each other again. Uh, but I'm excited. Let's get into another game week. Champions 2016, the amazing...